On today's show, we talk about John's dog, Marco Mitchell, getting cut. We talk about news from minicamp, how the team feels about Albert Hainsworth missing it. This and much, much more, live from Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? <laughs> yo, 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 what's yo, up, yo, happening? Yo, yo, Slappy. I'm sailing away. My excellent friend. Welcome, everybody, to episode number two hundred and eleven. Harry Hog Football, and yes, we are still doing this after two hundred and eleven episodes. Chris Cooley is the captain. Um, I'm <laughs> aboard. Speaking of dudes, I, I gotta mention because I listened to episode Best one the other day. You can. One. I listen, I listen to episode. I listen to episode one of Harry Hog Football. Is that the one with the mini track? <laughs> dude, it sounded like it sounded like you were recording it in a funeral home. <laughs> it has like a mini track, like it was like. No, dude. We're just like here we go. This is it. It's like. It was like a MIDI track, but it was like literally like there was open casket wherever you were recording. Like, <laughs> it was like an Atari in the background playing "Hail to the Redskins." Except it sounded more like more chapel organesque or something. Oh man, oh, that was funny. Anyway, that was 210 episodes ago. Here we are. Welcome to 211, and we're still going. Surprisingly, yeah, dude. I can't even tell you how much, how far we've come in 211 episodes. It's kind of evolved into this thing of greatness where we still have technical difficulties every other week, (laughs) and we still have drum machines now and then. Exactly, and we still have at least three (laughs) listeners, so that's great. Maybe it's seven now. I can't remember. Speaking of drum machines, if you hate drum machines. And you love yellow cakes, and you live in the greater Williamsburg, Virginia area, and need some law work done. Call <laughs> David Lee Law, <laughs> attorneys at law. This That's episode right. is brought to you by David Lee. That's right. We'd like to thank David Lee Law from those of us for, here at Harry Hog Football for, for donating, sponsoring uh, yet another, sponsoring yet another episode of Harry Hog Football. And if you'd like to sponsor, you or your business, you know, ask your business to create a matching grant to sponsor uh, to sponsor Harry Hog Football. You 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 put in ten dollars, they put in ten dollars. Twenty dollars goes a long way. Just go to the website harryhogfootball.com. Wow, we done lost wow. somebody. That was loud. Dang. I think we lost Aaron. I think we lost Aaron. Let's just hang. Let's keep on here and let's see if he calls back in. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think perhaps Cool Mount was struck by lightning. That was very strange. But anyway, if, if you go to the website, but never mind that. 
go to the website, as Josh, you were, you were saying, and, and scroll down on the left-hand side of the screen, um, down near the bottom, you'll see uh, the three Lombardi trophies on a, a parachute riding out the dark storm. And uh, there's a donate button there, and you can click on that. And oh. if you'd like to have your name or company mentioned on Harry Hog Football, uh, more or less flatteringly, um, you donate a little bit of something, something to us, and that money all goes to... Uh, <laughs> it's taken us from episode one to this wonderful episode that you're hearing today, episode 211, where we all have decent uh, sound and whatnot. And I think, Aaron, you are back. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say... Um... Something happened to my phone line. <laughs> Did you wiggle the wire, dude? Did you wiggle it? Just um, a little bit. No, but I should have that wiggle cable it. run to the house Just in a matter of a weeks. a little bit. Watch it move. <laughs> wiggle it. Just, uh, Excellent. Uh, uh. So let's. So, so if you want to wiggle finish. it a little bit, you can click on that donate button down on the left-hand side, pretty far down on the webpage. And I think the minimum on there is five bucks. Um, and like we said, we'll we'll mention you as a sponsor. Of Harry Hog football, and uh, we'll probably have a lot of fun with you. And if you're lucky, like, like David Lee, we'll even put some drum machine under your little commercial. Dude, he go. loves the drum machine. He loves it, and he loves yellow cake. And let's yellow jump cake. into some. <laughs> let's jump into some Redskins news. All right, thanks again, David for, Lee, for the donation. All right, here we go. And, and before before news. that, I do want to mention with David Lee, he is the man that sent us the uh, Dallas Sucks flag that has been traveling around with us to our yearly jaunts to uh, away games and to the Hall of Fame. Where we'll be revisiting um, the Hall of Fame again this year in August. Shall we go so far as to call David Lee and David Lee Law our benefactor? Um, define benefactor. Or is he at the donor level? <laughs> he may he may be at the diamond donor level. Oh, okay. Diamond. He may donor. he may be a diamond d- donor. He may be in the yellow. Cake, the... He may be in the yellow cake club. He, he may He's be in the bird. yellow cake circle. Burgundy level circle. Uh, so let's let's talk about yeah. By thanks thanks to David Lee, uh, we really appreciate it. And it's David Lee Law. We don't want to get that confused with David Lee Roth. Now let's um, let's talk about some cuts. Cuts. Who was cut, John, this week? Cut. Man, they cut my dog. They cut my dog. What is up with that? They damn cut Marco Mitchell. And didn't we just talk about this last week? What'd you say, Josh? No, Aaron, don't you have a clip, or you want me to say it live? Clip of what? I called it. I called it. I'm not allowed to play that anymore, you told me. <laughs> I was giving you permission. <laughs> I called it. I think it. I was saying... There you go. I think I was saying that um, since we signed old what's-his-name, literally old what's-his-name. Old Matt oh, yeah. Galloway. Old Wade old Galloway. Galloway. With Marco Mitchell, Wade and Galloway. I forgot about this. I would not this. be surprised to be to see someone young like Marco Mitchell, you know, be let go. And here it is. Yeah, I'm going to have to give Josh some props on this because he called it, and I was completely saying that there is no way that those old dudes were going to make the team and they were going to kick off Marco Mitchell. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, I thought they would. Someone was going to lose a job. I thought it was going to be another like scrub receiver, and they did cut James Robinson, who. As Oop. well, from yes, yeah, exactly. Mr. Robinson, <laughs> danger, danger, James Robinson, danger. Cut. So anyway, yeah, they cut Marco Mitchell. Uh, I read he signed with the Lions, and they also they also cut Anthony Montgomery, who was drafted one round ahead of Kedrick Goldston, who was the only uh, 
the only line, the defensive lineman, not defensive end, but defensive lineman who is in camp right now that is a veteran of the team. All the rest are new guys. I think um, Anthony, Anthony McCovery, McCovery asked is cut, his and we already on know that. This week. Yeah, yeah. Anthony well, Montgomery well drop what? him because he's not on the Redskins anymore. He signed he said, with please, someone. Um, he said, "Please, fi- uh, please be a fan of my fan page." Anthony Montgomery um, got dude. Cut. He's cut. You he just need to be like. You just need to send him a message back that says, "I am no longer a fan." Cut. <laughs> yeah, and but yeah, Anthony Montgomery is cut. Obviously, Golston has greater work ethic than that. The yeah, apparently, and like, he ended up being the better guy, it looks like, at least as far as the system is concerned. And if you might remember, he was drafted one round after Montgomery. He was a sixth rounder, and Montgomery was a fifth. And the word at the time, because he was one of Vinny's picks, of course, was that Montgomery was the guy that really thought was going to blossom into a, a defensive lineman that could play a lot in the NFL. But uh, apparently the Shanty doesn't agree. I still think the cutting Marco Mitchell shanty, shanty, shanty. was a mistake, and it's going to come back to haunt us. Week, whatever, that we're playing the Lions, he's going to catch at least one pass on us. For You know when we're playing the Lions, and this is part of the reason we're not going to that game? It's on Halloween. The Lions. That has nothing you to do You know what happens in Detroit on Halloween? That's when they burn half the damn city down every year. Oh, they do? Yeah. I thought you were going to say they have some kind of like thriller parade down the streets. Anyway, moving forward, uh, mini camp was this weekend and all except for one player showed up. You can guess who that one player was, but I want to call out, I want to call, <laughs> I want to call out, um, uh, what's his face? Rocky McIntosh showed up, and so did Carlos Rogers, even though they have not signed their tenders. And um, I thought it was interesting that Ma- Rocky McIntosh thought it would be good to show up and work with his team, even though he has not reached an agreement. I think you see in the writing on the wall, along with uh, Carlos Rogers, that they you know, it's a whole new ball game. you got a brand new regime in there, and they don't really care what you've done in the past. you mm-hmm. got to prove it now. Yeah, and they're like, oh. And it's not like the Redskins are the only team that took a bunch of guys that would have been unrestricted and made them restricted with the uh, with the the whole salary cap or the, the collective bargaining agreement and everything and all the crap that's going on with the NFL between the union and the owners. Um, it's not like the Redskins are the only ones that took the guys and were like, well, just because, you know, they're restricted free agents, but we're going to be nice and go ahead and give them those long-term contracts anyway. Nobody did that. So it's not like the Redskins are the only team to take advantage of that situation this year. Yeah, and it's not like Carlos so Rogers. You just got to get catch. over it. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like Carlos Rogers is any good anyway. Yeah. Cut. Carlos Rogers is not the captain. <laughs> na, 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 na. That stupid stick song, man. It's just totally in my head. I could see Josh hanging out with Carlos Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Josh hanging out with Carlos Rogers. At a karaoke bar. No, I could see. This is what I could see. If they were like, no, I'm not cutting on you, Josh. I'm just saying. If they were like, hey, Harry Hog Football, you guys can um, interview Carlos Rogers, and you can only send one person. Who are you going to send? And we'd be like, Josh. Josh. (laughs) (laughs) It's because. But that's because because Josh is is really good at talking to people. You're just really, really good at that. Well, he's also good at hiding the fact that he might think that that person... 
sucks. <laughs> no, no, dudes, because no, because you know what I'm good at is at openly joking someone without them knowing it while I'm joking them to their face. <laughs> Whereas me and John would be like, Carlos Rogers, why can't you catch an interception? Josh would like weave it into this. Uh, <laughs> This long and thing. make a joke about it, and yeah. where Carlos would think that he was being complimented. <laughs> How's the turf toe, man? Here, can you sign this ball for my friend? Anyway, dude, Carlos, let me look at your hand. They don't look like anything's dude, wrong with dude, them. So what the hell's no, wrong with your catching ability? You know, I'd be like, I'd be like this. We'd be sitting at the sports bar or something. And I'd be like, man, bring this man some of those honey wings. He's got, he's got to get some stick on his fingers. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, anyway. that would work. Enough about Carlos Rogers and Josh. Moving on more to the mini camp. Um, apparently, uh, besides those dudes showing up, um, it was a pretty good mini camp there. One dude that didn't show up, of course, is Fat Albert, and apparently the team is he's the only dude upset with him. Some of them. He's the only dude. He's the only player that's not showing up. The only person. Only one out of like eighty people on the roster, or what have you. Yeah. Even even uh, Santana Moss is showing up and taking notes and whatnot, and he can't even play. And Clinton Portis, Andre Carter still coming back from that bicep tear. Um, the dudes like Maake Kimi uh, Oiutu. Um, if he makes the team, I'll learn to pronounce his name right. He's not ready to play. Jeremy Jarman won't even be ready to play until August, probably. Those guys are all there holding clipboards and writing stuff down. <laughs> They've run out of clipboards. There's so many guys there holding clipboards. But you know who's <laughs> not? There's dun, dun, bum, bum. Fat Albert is off on his own somewhere. But Chris dude, Cooley still- was like, dudes, he doesn't have to be there yet, so he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah, officially, and he's right. Officially, he's not doing anything wrong. He does not officially have to be there. That's why it is not a mandatory minicamp. Um,. But basically, everyone else, like Philip Daniels, is like, you know, quote what we went through after or what we went through last season after a four and twelve season. It's mandatory, which I think is his veiled way of saying, "Get your fat ass up here." Yeah, Mister, I need to rest for half the game every damn game. And Philip Daniels is playing with what a torn tricep for half the year. Pretty much, torn, yeah. he had a torn bicep or a torn tricep. Hey, and I remember when that happened because I called him out and I said, he's going to be done for the year. The guy's 36 years old. He can't play with that. He played the rest of the year with that. Mm-hmm. So you know someone like him is going to be pissed at Hainsworth being all fat and lazy. <laughs> Dude, and just not should, we add, should we add Philip Daniels to our um, – uh, should we become a fan of Philip Daniels? He's asked us twice in the past week to do that on Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, we would. All right. We'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. I didn't think that would be a question. Yeah, why are you even questioning that? It's not like um, Dude, James it's not Robinson. Like it Carlos Rogers. It's not like James Robinson asked us or anything. Oh, man. Oh, man. Or Anthony Allridge, Aaron's favorite running back, who also was cut the other day. No, I called that. You said he was going to make the team, and one of those three, the big three, were going to be cut. Time. Well, dude, the season... Dude, they're not going to get cut. To that point. I've already called. They're going to cut one of those three. It's probably going to be damn fast Willie Parker because he came out and said he was a Cowboys fan. Dude, if one of those guys gets cut, I will wear a – no, I'm not going to say it. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, speaking of Anthony Allridge, the reason I thought he was going to stay stick with the team was that they hadn't cut him earlier and that he was supposed to be good at returning kicks, even though he fumbled that one and cost us a touchdown in that game. But, dude, according to uh, the Washington Post, people on the roster who are uh, good, having a, who are good possibilities of being kick and punt returners are, uh, amongst other people, Bobby Wade, who I don't even think is going to make the team, um, running back Ryan Torrain, who... Yeah, Terrence Austin, uh, Miles Austin's Terrence bro- Austin's brother. that dude we got in the unrestricted free agency, isn't he? No, we got him in the seventh, seventh round pick. Something like that. Uh, that cornerback, Philip Buchanan, and your dog, Aaron, Justin Tryon, might be returning some uh, returning some footballs. And don't, don't weed out Santana Moss. Yeah, and D'Angelo Hall. They might stick them back there if they get desperate. Yeah. Or, you know, if we're up like 45 nothing, like we were against the Lions in 1991, the opening game of the season, and, we're and we feel like just pouring it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> against the Lions. The Lions. Man. Speaking of the Lions. Those days were great. When we Remember back in the day when we knew there were certain teams we would never lose to, like the Cardinals, no matter what city they were in. The Lions. The Lions. And then even Carolina, we had like a winning streak against them for ten years, and and yeah. Uh, I just let Marco Mitchell know that um, if he wanted to come on the podcast and talk about his time in DC, you know, just let us know about it. Yeah, because that sucks that he got cut. That guy is big and's got a lot of speed. I I guess that maybe that says that they've got a whole lot of faith in um. It, um, 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 Old um, man um. Galloway. <sighs> I guess so. I don't know. I thought he was going to be a good player. And he probably will be, but now he's stuck on the Lions. Dude, he's going to be their number two receiver. He probably could be. Who else? Who's a, who's, who are the receivers for the Detroit Lions? Johnson and Johnson, dude. Or did I think Bryant Johnson might Other have than cut. Calvin Johnson. Bryant, obviously. Bryant Johnson might have got cut. Maybe. And we know what happened to uh, what's his face, <laughs> the second best receiver that the Cowboys traded a uh, one, two, and three for. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Thank you, Cowboys. Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, moving forward, other news from minicamp. What do you guys got? News Nothing. From Donovan McNabb is apparently getting along well with everyone there. People are saying that Donovan McNabb is really – it's not that Jason Campbell was a bad leader, but McNabb is is not the kind of quiet, calm leader. He's much more of a fired up, hey, guys, let's let's get some stuff going on. Let's 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 go. He's, he's much more vocal, and that seems to be winning over a whole lot of people um, in the camp. So that's pretty cool. And he's nice. reached I, out I think, to Hainsworth, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. He's reached out. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be all right. He's and he's very much into. Uh, it sounds like at least he's he's definitely getting uh, past his past in Philadelphia. Um, and good old Deshaun Jackson has been helping out with that, as you guys may have heard in the news. Deshaun Jackson has been the most vocal so far about the Eagles or amongst yeah. the Eagles about uh, Donovan McNabb leaving, saying, "quote I don't think we lost anything." Even with McNabb being gone, well, um, he's an idiot. And he also never... said things. Yeah, well, this he is... also said things like he's very happy with the decision, um, and he said some other stuff. But 
That's the same you know, guy that like broke free for a touchdown and like dropped the ball before he went over the line and stuff like that. Yeah, he's 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 not too bright. Well, you know, the people who always say the dumb quotes like this are almost always wide receivers or cornerbacks. Or almost e- or always Eagles fans. Or Eagles well, Eagles fans usually say stuff like duh Um Or streak the field and get tased or intentionally throw up on some little girl. Yeah, that's really nasty. No and wonder that happened in is real happy. life. No wonder he's, he's happy. Yeah, he's probably he probably is happy. Like, well, I think he's he's especially happy, and he did take the high road like he always has. Um, he's always been the guy to take the high road publicly. You know, he's he's just a classy guy that way. So he said, amongst other things, uh, it's so wild when people get to talking when you're not there, but when they're there or when you're there, everyone loves you. I'm a redskin, no longer an eagle. I had 11 great years, and I'm moving on with my life. So whatever or whoever. May say things when I'm gone. More power to him, but it's not making you look like a bigger man. <laughs> and you know, as a fan, from a fan standpoint, from all of us, I think I speak for all of us in being and saying, "Great, keep keep flapping your lips, Jackson. Just keep jawing as much as you want and saying trash t- and giving trash talk out there, and you know, just just keep on keeping on because the more bulletin board material you supply to the Redskins." The more fire you put under Donovan McNabb to prove you and all you guys wrong, that booed him from the second that he got drafted by the Eagles. Keep mm-hmm. on keeping on. The more power to you. Yeah. They're going to get destroyed. Market. Destroyed. Market. Well, you already heard my precarious predictions, so you know oh, yeah. they're going to get destroyed. Market eight. So, um, also, uh, here, let me set the scene of Donovan McNabb reaching out. Do you need some music? You need some cinema. Uh, cinema. What, what's the word? Cinema and draft house. Cinematic music. Oh, oh, oh! Setting. Yeah. If Here you're it setting is. a scene, you need some music to, just to en- go with that. Just envision Albert Hainsworth curled up on his couch. Maury is on the TV. He's got a bag of Lay's potato chips. He's chomping on. Maury. The phone rings. He looks over at the caller ID and is like. Oh, it's Donovan McNabb. Or whatever his voice is. I'm not He's got kind of a high voice, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm not answering that. And then he I'm <laughs> not answering that. And there He's it got is. like the high large guy voice. <laughs> that was the that was Donovan McNabb reaching out to him. If okay. I reach for that phone, the two liter bottle of Coca Cola that's sitting on the couch might spill. <laughs> I don't want to get the grease from my chips on my phone right now. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. All right. Well, I guess it's about time for a break. Um, so we'll talk to you guys after this break. And remember, going into the break, that this episode is brought to you by David Lee Law. David Lee Law, not to be confused with David Lee Roth. If you hate drum machines <laughs> and love yellow cake, call David Lee Law in Williamsburg. <laughs> You're listening, You're listening to, to Harry, Harry Hog, Hog, Hog Football. Football. Brought to you by David Lee Law. Please hang up and try again. All right, dude. We're back. Let me ask you this. Do you guys think that David Lee Law has ever refused a case based on the fact that the client was a Cowboys fan? 
I don't know, but let me tell you my story about Cowboys fans this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, go for it. Thanks for that segue and that little reminder. So, we're out and about, and we decided to go try this new Mexican restaurant. We like Mexican food. There's this place, and uh, we go in the door, and uh, we go, and we're seated. And after, as we're ordering, and after we order, we look up across the, the way at the bar, and on the wall, it says, Home of the Dallas Cowboys Fan Club. Oh, dear. So did you get up and yes. leave? Did you get up and leave? Well, we already had some food and some drinks on the table, so we were committed to at least paying for something. Um, but we had placed our orders for our for our dinners. So, long story short, things were spilled, things went all over tables and floors. Oh dear, things dear. Were clean, things were cleaned up, but but here's where it really affected me. One, my wife, Amy. She thought that her tacos tasted funny. Like the meat was perhaps the meat of some animal other than the animal that it was supposed to be. That that was one thing. And then but the, wait, here's the worst wait, part wait. Of it. How does she know? Does she have like this weird animal? Has she had meat from that before? Have you have you ever just like tasted something that was supposed to be beef and then you realized as you're eating it, this tastes kinda odd. Like I don't know what. And it makes you wonder, is it actually beef that you're eating? So, we were ready to get out of there. So they bring us the check. And we pay the check, and I realize that the, the amount on the check is not the amount that originally came to the table to be paid. What? So, yeah. So Interesting. They're, they're like, oh, no, 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 whatever, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. It was like $3 less. So I was like, okay. So we leave. Two days later, I checked the bank account. They charged us not only for our meal, which was like $28, but they charged us also for someone else's meal for $31. (laughs) And I thought, you know, it's very fitting that this place is the home of the Dallas Cowboys fan club. So did you call them on it? Oh, yeah. We have to deal with that and with the bank now and all this other stuff. You better bet I'm going to bring up that they're Dallas fans when I do that. <laughs> Here's what I have to say they're about them. Be, I'll be like, look, guys, all I got to say when I'm talking to the bank, all I have to say talking to the bank is, look, they're Dallas fans. And the bank will be like, oh, never. We, we understand. We understand. And be like, we'll and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm arguing against the $31 charge, not the $28 one. Right. <laughs> Oh, but take exactly. that tip back off the card, so it's really a $24 one. <laughs> Dude, in typical exactly. Dallas fashion, they would charge you for $31, the same number that Roy Williams wore when he was there, who was always overrated, but they always thought was so good. The same number that he wore when he got burnt twice for touchdowns with less than two minutes left in the game for the Redskins to come back and win. Yeah, how you like that? So if you're a Dallas fan and you like Mexican food that tastes like what we thought might be dog, um, and you want to get charged twice for things, um, I can tell you where to go. <laughs> I can tell you where to go at any time. If you're a Dallas fan, just give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> and so can David Lee. He'll tell you where to go. <laughs> David Lee will totally tell you where to go. And he might anyway, kick you in you your go. yellow cake. So what anyway, 
All right, here's what's what we got. On? Speaking of, here's some big news from the week that everyone's interested in, all you fashion fans. The Redskins um, it is fashion week, isn't it? are rumored. Is it? Rumored to be wearing their burgundy on gold pants at home this year. And I hear they're going to be gold a May. <laughs> Bur- burgundy on gold a May pants. Dude, half the people listening to this, including me, aren't quite sure exactly what LeMay means. <laughs> well, since Aaron brought up his fashion week, I think I think LeMay is like some <laughs> some fabric that you find at like, you know, fashion shows or something. Dude, it's gold lame, not LeMay. LeMay. It's LeMay. I'm looking it up. I'm Googling it right now. Anyway, um, yeah, apparently there was an interview that I read the transcript from between um, – LeMay. Bruce, Allen, and I don't know. Allen the Bruce. I don't know who was the other guy, like Adam Sheenan or something. Yeah, it was some dudes from the Post and all this stuff. And they were like, we hear that there may be some changes in the uniforms, and uh, Allen the Dude. Bruce was shying away from it, and he wouldn't say for sure, but... He was all he was all coy about it with that slightly bemused look that he always has, all like, "Oh yeah, I know something, and I'm not gonna tell you." But it no, looks I like did. they're gonna have burgundy because, on gold. At home. Because Lemay and Aaron, you are correct. It is spelled lame with a little a little thing over the e, whatever it, that's. It called. is lame. <clears throat> Lemay, but it's pronounced An LeMay, accent. Is is a fabric? It is a brocaded clothing fabric. Made from any various fibers combined with tinsel filling threads. Dude, I don't think we want to see them in those. They'll be shiny, man. They'll be running all up and down the field with that gold, like blinding their, you know, op- opponents. Dude, they're going like to look like glitter on there too. Dude, they're going to look like the Rockets <laughs> running up and down the field. The kicker, you're going to be like, streamers. Whoa. Kicker, you're going to be thinking that he should be over at the Radio City Music Hall, not on the football field. Burgundy and buy high man. boots. Anyway, except for the gold LeMay thing, we did hear that Seriously. it is rumored they will be wearing the burgundy <laughs> on gold. And I'm hoping it's like the mustard-colored gold instead of like the yellow from the 70s, but you know. Like the classic gold. Yeah, we don't you want the gold. yellow cake pants, like the true yellow cake ones. <laughs> you mean the gold. You mean gold and not... You're talking not like way old school, like 30s and 40s, where it was almost maroon burgundy. Yeah. And then, and then the gold that goes with that. So anyway, um, okay, that'd be sweet, dudes, if they wear that. And 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 what was the the dude from a uh, was it the dude from the post that said at the very end of the interview that they were talking? He was just like, and don't wear any of that burgundy on burgundy crap anymore. Pretty much, he was like, can we be? A- <laughs> Can we be in agreement that you at least won't do this or something like that? Burgundy on burgundy. What was that? That that was about the worst outfit choice ever for the Redskins. It just looked terrible. And no maroon. Yeah, going on back to burgundy and gold, like true burgundy and gold with the gold pants would be sweet. And no maroon on black either. And that you know, that's gonna make up for all the money that they lost last year from all of us like True fans that got tired of spending the ridiculous amounts of money going to FedEx Field because everyone's going to want to buy all the new uh, the new accoutrement. Oh yeah, but well, they got to do something since they dwindled down that season ticket list to nothing. 
There's 72 million people on our season ticket list. Anyway, John, besides me, what are the odds on the Redskins making the Super Bowl this year? Well, odds came out from the the Sporting News, and they listed the Colts and the Saints as co-favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. New creative, Um, dude. It's creative. Yeah, don't you love that? I mean, they really went out on a limb, I thought. Which was, you know, very sporting of them at the Sporting News. They're listing both of those, both of those guys at nine to one. Uh, the Washington Redskins are currently twenty-five to one picks to win the Super Bowl, okay. which is actually pretty good. Um, we are at the same level as the Giants. The Eagles are eighteen to one uh, favorites, and the Cowboys, for some reason, are twelve to one. But they're overrated as they always are. Well, you look at some of the play teams like Detroit is ninety to one, Jacksonville seventy to one. I think that's giving them way too much credit. How are the Eagles eighteen to one after losing like half their dudes? Dude, didn't you listen to Deshaun Jackson? They're much better off now with Kevin Kolba as their quarterback. The dude, that's played like two NFL games, three. All right, he's, whatever. He started three games. Sporting news, dude, you which guys is are just awesome. enough for everyone to get a book on him and to put him in his place this year in the 2010 hey, season. Hey, this is cool that Sporting News released these odds, but what's Vegas saying about him? Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Well, another note on here: uh, the Rams and the Buccaneers are 100 to one. So if you got money to burn, uh, don't bet on them because they ain't making the Super Bowl this year. Or you know. If they do, just bet a few bucks and be a millionaire. <laughs> anyway, that's some great Redskins news there. We're digging there, dudes. What else we got yes, before sir. we like close this out on the shortened episode of Harry Hogan? Do we have anything else? Oh, did we talk about the uh, the Redskins signed some guy named Chris Draft? Have you guys ever heard of him? Chris Draft Beer. Dudes. Um, yes, I've um, heard of him. Uh, he's like a defensive lineman, I think. He's a linebacker. Not, not heard of that guy. Sorry. He's a linebacker. He, he is also qu- considered a, quote, special teams contributor. He's a 12-year veteran. I've never heard of this guy. I think I've heard of him. What team never was he on? Um, He's played... Buffalo? The last team he played for was Buffalo. He has also played for Chicago, San Francisco, Atlanta, Carolina, and St. Louis. Oh, no wonder I've heard of him, because I've probably seen him play on He's like the Phil Necro of the NFL. Phil what? Phil Necro. Why? What would you think I said? Nothing. Anyway, if... uh... (laughs) (laughs) The Phil Necro, which, which for those of you guys that don't know baseball, Phil Necro played for like eight or nine major league teams before free agency was a big deal. I thought he played for the Braves. He played, dude. Didn't you ever see him playing like those those, what do you call them? Like like the old All Star games where they have like like the retired players out there jogging around the bases and like you know, bunting because they can't swing the bat anymore. And he'd be out there in a, in a jersey with like eight different logos on the front dude, because he played for so many teams. Didn't he have like one of those Anglo fros going on that like puffed out from under his cap? I think he did. And didn't he have a brother that also played? I don't remember that. Yeah. Joe Negro. There were two there were two Negroes in the NFL and <laughs> in, in the major I, leagues. There were two Negroes in the league back then. I remember him playing for the Braves like when we were a kid. I remember that. Yeah. But I think his and, brother Joe played for the Braves too. Well, I he know might he have. In, I know that <laughs> What does this have to do with the Redskins? 
he ended his career with the Braves. I remember that too. Like he went away and played for all these other teams and then came back to the Braves. And you got oh some oh I've got some other Redskins news. I heard that the Vikings were interested in Albert Hainsworth. And here's my question for you guys. If the Vikings were to offer or, you know, say, hey, we want Albert Hainsworth, um, what do you guys want for him? What do you think? We'll give you Albert Hainsworth. (laughs) I would say four first round picks. How about one of those Williams brothers that they've got? We'll take one of those fatties. <laughs> They're both. They're gonna be suspended for four games anyway. We'll take them like D and Dumb. <laughs> take them, <laughs> dudes. What's gonna happen is Albert Hainsworth is gonna end up showing up, and they're gonna play him, and he's gonna be really good for like five plays a game, and then he's gonna be a big malcontent, and other people are gonna start stepping in, and he's gonna start losing playing time, and they'll probably just end up cutting him at the end of the year. Yeah. Let's take him on a straight up trade for Adrian Peterson. <laughs> That's what I was – no, 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 dude. No, that is totally unfair. They got to give us like a second-round pick and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, dude, but um, we've already got three running backs in the stable, three old and, veterans. And we want Brett Favre as a, as a backup. And we want Brett Favre as a backup. I want the Williams brothers. <laughs> dude, they're not brothers. They're not? I thought they were. <laughs> no. It's, Kevin, you, every single article in the last two and a half years was since they've been in the star caps thing <laughs> where, they're, where they're trying to, you know, keep from getting suspended for taking that stuff. Um, every single one will say Pat and Kevin, who are not related. Well, I don't read. Even dude. though they have the same last name. Dude, I'm illiterate. That's why I do a podcast rather than, you know, write down illiterate. stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm illiterate, he says. I'm illiterate. That's why my job <laughs> is a technical writer by day. <laughs> Dude, don't let your boss hear that. Hey, boss, I'm illiterate. Yeah, somehow, I've been, <laughs> somehow I've been writing books for four years. Dude, I have some I have some news. Um you don't, have to have, Archul- you don't have to I have. You don't have to have. I think Adam Archuleta surgery. is now playing for the Las Vegas Locomotives. And you don't the have, Locos. And you don't have to have surgery on your hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's playing for the Locos this year. Fantastic. What is Adam Archuleta? I don't, I don't know that he is. I think they actually tried to. Uh, he was drafted by him or something in 2009, but I don't think he ever played with them. He was year. drafted. By the Los the Angeles UFL, Club? it was like the initial season. They had a draft and everything. Are they having? I think he. Had, I think he had transitioned to linebacker at that point because he was just so damn big. He's like you guys remember that receiver David Boston. Oh yeah, he was good. Yeah. Like he was good, and then like he just suddenly started roiding up and put on like multiple tens of pounds of muscle, and he lost his speed and he lost his agility. And he got so big, he couldn't play anymore. And that's kind of what was going on with Adam Archuleta, I think. He was too busy about roiding out and building up just like, you know, 0% body fat that he lost the ability ability to play. You lose your speed and you lose the flexibility that you need to be able to do stuff. <laughs> or he just sucked with his, <laughs> <laughs> with his turtlenecks on. Oh, yeah, with his clean white turtleneck. He looked more yeah. like a kicker on the field to me when he he's, played for the Raiders. Dude, he's you're totally to... right. I was going to say that, too. He did look like a kicker out there with that clean white turtleneck. He's married to a Playboy playmate. 
A Playgirl Playmate. Playboy. Playboy Playmate. Oh. He's married to a boy? She calls him Arch Deluxe. Arch Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> Arch Deluxe. Well, if he's Royden, she's not calling him much. She calls him DLT. Enough about Adam Archulella. I was trying to think about who else the Redskins have lost in the past couple of years that we can talk about in this time of things that there, there isn't often a lot to talk about. Here in the in the, uh, the the taint of the offseason. Or we could just wrap this up and let people get on their way. Yeah, yeah. on their way down to – um, they can get on their way down to David Lee Law. If you hate drum machines and love yellow cake, head on down to David Lee Law. Especially or seriously, if you if you have an issue that you need to hire an attorney in the greater Williamsburg, Virginia area, make sure you go right on down and call Town. David Lee Law. James David Lee Town. Law. He specializes. He's a good man. He's a good Wallster. man in thorough. <laughs> I've heard He's that he specializes in cases, um, you know, involving uh, violations to the Colonial Williamsburg Building Association code with people using, like, modern-day shutters and stuff like that. Or the wrong color paint. Yeah. Or, like, you know, paint that doesn't have, like, horse glue in it. So if that's you and and Sherwin-Williams totally screwed you or something, call David Lee Law (laughs) and he can help take care of that situation for you. He can step between you and the Colonial Williamsburg Foundation. Boy, did he get a whole lot for his donation this week. I bet he's did, pumped. Oh, yeah, did he's, we ever get, he's like, thanks, get... guys. Thanks for the great shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for the mouthful of yellow cake. Thanks. <laughs> <Nice>. Whoa. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Questionable. Uh, when you're when you're plunking away at your computer and your boss isn't looking, get on over to harryhogfootball.com and... Uh, you know, comment on any of the wonderful stories that we post there. Um, you can the also, John uh, yes, you can also befriend us on Facebook. Uh, just look us up, Harry Hog. You'll see Harry's Harry's logo. You'll know it's him. And um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Harry Hog. Yes, you how may do, you spell do that, that, John. For all of our first-time listeners, T W I T T E R Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, Harry H A R R Y HogFootball.com. Harry like the name, not like the not, pits. Not, exactly. not, like, not like yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, and, and like we said at the beginning, before we go, like we said at the beginning, if you'd like to uh, have some wonderful sponsorship opportunities with Harry Hog Football, check out the donate button down on the bottom left hand side of the screen. That all, all that donation money that we get, which is not a lot, it all goes towards uh, making Harry Hog Football a uh, a higher technologically advanced um, podcast. If you go back and listen to episode one, you'll see what we mean. And because of the wonderful donations from companies and individuals like uh, Red Queen eighty one, David Lee Law, um, all those 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 great people out there, you know, we're able to uh, we're able to bring you this fine piece of entertainment today, episode two eleven, going into our fifth season. And if it wasn't for people like David Lee, we wouldn't have the technology to be able to put drum machines underneath the talking. Okay. And I say let's wrap this up before it turns into a Jerry Lewis telephone here. All right, let's wrap it up. I will talk nice to you guys lady. next week. Um, as always, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan this week or one that owns a Mexican restaurant, you know 
Joe Cool.